What is up? My name is Kevin Wu and I'm an online fitness coach who helps men in their 20s lose weight and get ass for the first time through mindset, nutrition, and training. That's enough about me. Let's get right into today's episode. Hey, what's going on? Welcome to Live to Inspire Podcast. Today is Tuesday. That means I hop on a Zoom call with my clients because they asked some questions before on the check-in forms. And here we're talking about can you lose fat and build muscle at the same time? New recipes, where do you find them? Especially like the high protein, lower calorie ones. Like how do you like fit a protein or pizza or like a pizza or like a burger or something to your meal plan, right? And still lose weight. There's a lot of recipes, a lot of resources out there. What are your favorite prepared meals and snacks to have around when camp meal prep? Also macro wise, how do you approach days with significantly higher activity than average? Let's just say you're playing volleyball, going to hike or basketball. How would you approach those days? Let's go dive in. Can you lose fat and gain muscle at the same time? Now there's a couple scenarios in this sense. Um, there's basically four of them. I'm going to kind of list them out and kind of explain uh, what you kind of need to do. So number one is basically if you're new to lifting. So that's basically up to like one and a half years. So if you're really new to lifting over there, pretty much whatever you really do, you're going to be able to lose fat and gain muscle at the same time. It's pretty much the, what we call the newbie gains. And that's where you're going to see actually the most amount of progress when you guys first do start lifting, right? Because a lot of people, when they first start lifting itself, they see all these changes in the body. And then year after year after that, they're kind of like, am I doing anything right? Or like, what's going on? Um, and they're confused, right? Because they expect the same amount of progress as they saw in the first year, but it actually pretty much like tapers off. So not, not really tapers off, but it's almost, ah, I forgot the name of it, but basically it's it goes up and then it kind of like goes pretty much almost to like that horizontal line, but it's a very, very slight kind of incline, right? So to give you an example, after I think it was like five years of proper lifting and training and just like, this is like, assuming you do everything right, you can only gain about like four pounds or five pounds of muscle in like the year or, or something like that, right? And that's in like a whole year, which is not a lot, right? That's lean, pure, pure muscle, right? So with that being said, that kind of gives you an example. I think the first year, uh, which you gained is like 20 to kind of like 25 pounds up to there. But even like after like you're 10, maybe you're looking at like one to two pounds lean muscle per year, right? That's assuming you're everything right on that aspect and optimizing things. So it's kind of a little sad reality on that kind of end. Um, that's obviously with a natural end of the spectrum too as well, right? So with that being said, number two is if you're overweight. So if you have been lifting, let's say two years, three years, and you could still lose fat and gain muscle at the same time, what about overweight is pretty much I'm going to identify it as pretty much greater than 20% body fat. And that aspect, your body is more kind of primed to really lose that fat and gain that muscle at the same time, right? So that is a good scenario to kind of be in itself. It, well, I guess most people are 20% body fat, don't want to be at 20% body fat, but in the scenario that you actually can lose fat and build them at the same time, that is a good scenario, right? Uh, number three is going to be on the steroids itself, on the sauce, change your hormonal balances, and what's so for us, right? Some people go on TRT, testosterone replacement therapy, uh, can do this too as well. Just people who are kind of capped out, get on that one, usually kind of see better changes just because the hormonal prof profile is different. And last but not least, if you guys have not optimized things, one of the optimized things is let's just say you're eating a very like low protein diet. You're 200 pounds itself, just working out, I don't know, like four days a week, you're eating maybe like 80 grams of protein per day, very low. Maybe you have like poor sleep, right? You're not really sleeping that great, four to five hours per night, or maybe waking up a lot to piss in the middle of the night itself, or a poor hydration or high, like sleep apnea. Like me, I got that fixed. Uh, but basically all these things itself, 
I like to kind of fix them, optimize things to more, you know, maybe like the one gram pound of body, one gram of protein per pound of body weight, get a good night's sleep, right? Like eight to kind of seven to nine hours and actually staying asleep. That's a whole nother kind of story. Cause you guys let's say have poor sleep where you wake up like eight times in the middle of the night. I woke up probably like 10 times last night. It's all, I'm at the point where in my prep, my bodybuilding show, this is actually normal on that side and it kind of sucks. So I, I can definitely, 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 definitely not uh, lose gaining muscle and losing fat at the same exact same time. I'm just trying to preserve literally as much as I can. Um, that's basically kind of my whole goal with my bodybuilding prep. When you get to a certain point, especially, it's just that's the whole goal is preserve as much muscle as you can. That's why I'm doing a very, very slow cut, trying to keep my calories a lot higher. And that is another stress component when it comes to um, keeping and preserving muscle is you guys take a lot of weight calories itself. It's almost like a stress to your body in that sense. And you're more likely to lose a little bit more muscle, right? And that's more given that you're leaner too as well, which doesn't apply to most kind of people. So uh, besides that kind of point, touching on that, that's just my kind of situation going on right now. I didn't do bodybuilding shows, basically reps and happens all the time where pretty much at this point, I are absolute. <laughs> so I tried to do everything. I kind of fix it and everything can, and it's always going to be basic like this. Uh, my body is not meant to kind of get leaner in this kind of aspect. It's not great. All right. So poor hydration too as well can definitely help not help you. You know, if you under drink or water, drink like a liter a day or something like that, your your body won't be able to deliver your nutrients towards your other body, all the other body parts and that so forth and actually function kind of properly and perform. And when you can't perform in the gym or such forth, you're, you will get weaker and therefore you will lose muscle. And right now this question is, can you build muscle and lose fat at the same time or become leaner? So those are some things over there. Now, generally, um, if you guys are more of that kind of overweight, greater than 20% kind of body fat, itself you would want to be in like a smaller kind of deficit depending on how much of the body fat percentage so if you are like i don't know like 40 percent body fat doing an aggressive kind of deficit like 500 or calories or a little bit more you will still lose fat gain muscle but now if you're more towards that 20 percent you want to do something a smaller like a 150 200 calorie deficit itself i remember one of my videos said that 150 200 calorie deficit and somebody literally thought i meant like eat only 150 to 200 calories per day and that's absolutely not what I mean. The deficit is basically whatever your maintenance is, subtract 150 to 200. No reason why I say from the deficit on that end is because everybody every, everybody is different and their number is going to be different. So I can't just slap one number over there and that applies to everybody. All right, so hopefully that makes sense over there. Now, if you're new to lifting in that aspect, it, it, if you are pretty much on the skinnier side, you could definitely go more aggressive kind of calories. So like a 500 surplus per day itself. So whatever your maintenance is and having like 500 calories more than that, um, I would call that aggressive and you would be able to still lose fat and gain muscle at the same time. So all these scenarios have different kind of approaches. We can do things, but now with, in terms of optimizing things, that's pretty much what I am here as your coach is for. Um, basically kind of help optimize things on that kind of end, depending on what you're doing before and how great it was or how not good it was. You guys probably were in a position to lose fat and gain muscle at the same time. Cause I see it time in and time again, where the people come to me, you guys come to me itself, and we just optimize things over there, and boom, with fat, gain muscle, gain lean at the same time, and, you know, seeing better changes, right, and it's not necessarily weight scale changes that much either, right, because I personally lost, like, what, six point, like, five, four pounds in the last, was it nine weeks, but I look drastically, drastically different on that kind of end, 
All right. So uh, with that being said over here, I preserve pretty much as much muscle as I can. Very slow cuts on um, this kind of aspect, really dialing all kind of smaller things inside my sleep. I'm really, I tried everything. <laughs> so um, with that being said, new recipes, I'm going to give you guys a couple links on the chat box down below itself on what it is. Oh, yes. I accidentally saw your comment on the plateau. It's not exactly a plateau when I was referenced the muscle gain amount you can per year. It was like, um, I forgot what it was called, but it was like basically that curve where it almost comes to stop, but doesn't itself. It's like a hyperbola. I don't know. <laughs> All right. So these are some kind of links. If you guys look at the Zoom chat box down below itself that I personally look to for recipes, I'm actually going to share my screen too as well. Uh, Cause one, I'm also going to drop a link down to my personal protein treat book. So I made this during the COVID times. It's basically all my recipes for like more sweet stuff. Cause I was baking like three recipes a day and like I'll sell them that kind of treat book itself on the internet. But now I'm giving it to you guys for free. So I'm going to give you guys a little example of what exactly when I look for online, or this is like a game changer, especially when I found these guys out. Because most people kind of never kind of find this stuff out. I just got to share my screen right now on YouTube. Like this is definitely one of the, I guess, OGs, I'll call it, that I kind of looked at over here. So I found a lot of my personal recipes themselves from this guy. Also other links I dropped down below from like TikTok. There's also some on Instagram too. So I don't look at Instagram for any of that. But YouTube, also the one links down and dropped down in the comments are a game changer. Like, guys, like donut holes, right? 26 calorie pumpkin spice protein donut holes. Like, look at that. Or if you guys want like a burger or fries under 500 calories, something like that, something more savory. I personally, whenever use this, would use a lot of basically sweet stuff because that was like my guilty kind of pleasure in that aspect. Or even, so you can see a lot of different kind of recipes, right? As you see, I viewed a couple of them over here. I tried this Pop-Tart one, I believe, too, as well. Um, but yeah, let's go basically to, let's, let's sure, let's go to burger because who doesn't like a burger? Right, so they basically kind of show you all the ingredients and stuff like that. All right, let's go turn off the volume over here. I believe he also puts ingredients on the caption. I want to remember. Yeah, right over here. So ingredients makes three burgers to his wall. You can see all this stuff. So you kind of grab that. Um, the instructions weren't exactly kind of there, but if you want, it's pretty straightforward, I guess. But also you could watch the video the instructions to give it out in this aspect. Now, one thing you can want to keep in mind is their kind of products they use themselves in terms of like meat-wise or bun-wise might be a little different calories. So make sure you use MyFitnessPound, scan your personal bun. Like not, not ask, but like your actual, like, you know, your fucking bun <laughs> in terms of like the bun for the hamburger. So make sure to do that because 200-calorie bun and a um, like 120-calorie bun might be a lot different, right? Because the one you use in this video might be like 200 calories or something like that. And the one you use might be like 120 or just vice versa but yeah it's going to show instructions what you can do how to cook them and yeah i personally use this or his recipes a lot and they are a lot lower calories in that kind of aspect and they do taste amazing right so pretty much the whole goal of this stuff is how to enjoy like you know that stuff like pizza burgers fries or other kind of stuff we're getting creative with a lot lower calories to include that into your diet where it's also high protein as well right so i personally Looked at this guy a lot, but also you want to go on TikTok with this guy. I watch a lot of his stuff, like protein, I guess, cheesecake, pancakes, that stuff. Or you want to try some unlike honey garlic chicken, right? So basically, I think he has the macros on the description. Oh, no, it's all over here. But yeah, you're going to have to watch the recipe and kind of list all the ingredients themselves. 
I personally did some of my notes. Basically, whatever I kind of look at this stuff or look for the recipes, that aspect, I always just kind of like, one, it might just come across my feed. I'm like, okay, I saved that. And then I kind of try it out another day or just like maybe kind of scroll this and uh, like look at it. I'm like, okay, what looks really good to me? Like this will look really good to me, teriyaki beef. And yeah, so if I see the calories, see the protein amounts, like, okay, maybe I'll try this right now for this day go get the ingredients, go get the recipe stuff and go make it right. So that's how I personally find a lot of this different stuff and that kind of aspect. And also I do kind of get creative too as well, like in my mind, like for example, I think last week itself, like I had this idea and maybe I'm just dreaming about food, but I like, if you guys ever tried popcorners itself, it's like this lower kind of calorie, um, like no added sugar. It's like cane sugar, so natural sugar, natural sweetened, like chip side, but it's like 20, I think 60, 60 grams of it was only like 260 calories, which is like very good. Uh, so I use that as like a, like as almost like a nacho base. And then I use my chicken breast. I cut that up and I use low fat mozzarella lactose free. And then like the whole thing was about like 450 calories and like 50 grams of protein in that aspect. So I just think of these random things after kind of seeing all these videos, it's like creating my own thing. If you guys kind of maybe think something looks good too, as well, like experimenting it. So those kind of ideas sometimes come to my head. But yeah, so those are some resources on the Zoom basic comments. I would definitely kind of check out. You guys can screenshot, save all those guys. You guys can definitely kind of play around with those ones, look what's good, and check those out because that's personally how I find or use a lot of different kind of recipes or got different ideas or inspiration from them. So those are definitely a game changer for me, especially um, just trying to cut down itself. And that kind of aspect, I know for my prep right now, my personal coach itself is really, really strict. Got to fault everything with the freaking dots. And he actually removed basically all my sugar-free sauces and everything. So I'm literally just using salt, pepper, and garlic. So my foods right now are very bland. Very, very, very bland. Uh, but I know it's for a purpose for the last six, like, I'm like, what, six weeks, four days out now. And after that, I'll get back to some more um, calorie counting stuff of just like macros based. So I'm still like counting them in my fitness pal, just to make sure my brands are anything that I type of macros. But in terms of like actually switching out foods and trying those other recipes, I will be going back to that after my shows and sells because I got really, really strict diet right now. All right. So on that, let's go on to the next one. If anybody has questions, just drop it down in the chat. Basically, this next one is asking me what my favorite prepared meals slash snacks have around when camp meal prepped. I didn't really understand the favorite prepared meals part because he literally just said, um, this is all based on the weekly check-in form too as well. It's like when you can't meal prep. So kind of counterintuitive that aspect. So I basically kind of put just more snacks over here. I dropped it down in the chat. So if you guys want to reference them, basically Greek yogurt protein powder is a super, super simple one because in your fridge, all you literally do is grab the bowl, right? Greek yogurt, protein powder, bam. And I personally, my one of my favorite combos ever was adding like protein granola. You could find that like to Walmart, super sore or something like that. And I wouldn't, wouldn't add a lot of protein granola. It's just like 10, 12 grams. Just add that crunch and makes a huge difference. It's absolutely amazing. And that protein granola might only equal like 65, 80 calories of cells, but it makes a huge difference. We're adding some like dark chocolate over there. I would say like 85% or greater that side, because if you guys do like something lighter, it's gonna have a lot more sugar in that kind of aspect. Uh, Boston higher calories, more inflammation, and also it's going to make you crave more sweets after, which can be counterintuitive in your cut because if you guys crave more sweets all the time on your mind and you, let's say, cave into that, then you might go over your calorie budget or overeat, right? All right, so next is protein oats. Super simple. You got to do overnight oats, just, you know, slap in the fridge, the oats. 
all milk purge the power leave that night grab that i personally don't like that i like my oats like hot and like thick well not really hot but just like them thick so i cool them down i just put the oats the water microwave it for like a minute 30 ish depending on how strong your microwave is how much how much oats and water you put then I'll let it sit for like five minutes then i add my protein powder itself almond butter salt cinnamon and that's pretty much one of my favorite combos that's pretty much what i have every single day for the last what 11 weeks now in my prep and then protein oats with greek yogurt that's also a really really good combo um so the same thing like i just mentioned white craving the oats also the protein powder and then slapping the greek yogurt on top of that adds like a nice little creamy consistency and makes it taste better it's amazing so guys try that one um fat-free orville popcorn itself for a whole bag it's like what one 180 calories which is fairly low itself and a lot of fiber in that aspect so make sure you get like the 94 percent fat free or even higher in that aspect i personally use a brand called the orville that's one i could find itself with my most fat-free one uh beef jerky so make sure to look for like the no added sugar ones because most times you guys see the beef jerky they add a lot of shit to it like a lot a lot of stuff and a lot of the good ones itself are like the no added kind of sugar ones in that aspect because it's a whole bunch of junk they kind of add in there to make it taste better so no added sugars that is one that i personally use i remember even when i was on my prep because i was going to toronto and i need to hit my protein goal so i bought some beef jerky with no added sugar at the airport and yeah so make sure you get my protein goal over there just traveling along uh protein bars protein bars can be great too as well as like a little snack definitely wouldn't recommend you guys just base your whole diet off protein bars because i remember one of my clients he had a hard time hitting protein so he had five protein bars a day and like four shakes i'm like no stop so so we did he was doing that for like a couple of days i'm like what are you doing stop that remember protein bars protein powders are a supplement they're not your whole diet and protein bars are not whole foods at the end of the day and that's what we kind of want to base your diets on because at the end of the day that's going to not provide as much nutritional value also it's going to be harder on your stomach and cause, can cause inflammation and we can like with all the added kind of not natural stuff also like some of them with that sugar but also like the stuff that makes it taste good that they add in there can cause inflammation which will make it hard for you to digest and kind of fight your body to really kind of lose that weight over there all right so sugar-free gel sugar-free gel can be a great one itself has like 10 calories per the cup over there i know some people really like it i personally don't really kind of eat the gel itself i know some people are really diehard fans of it also greek yogurt bars that's actually something i really liked before you get them at like superstore costco walmart whatever like that um you can see them all the time they're like 80 calories a pop and like nine grams of protein the good thing about those ones it takes a longer time to eat them because you you know you're just licking them for like forever and it can make you feel like you know you're it's a little more full just because you're eating them forever in that aspect all right so all those are listed down in the comments too below if you guys want to screenshot that save those two as well uh highly kind of recommend all right, macro-wise, how do you approach days with significantly higher energy activity than average, like you're hiking or let's say doing volleyball, basketball, or something like that? Now, this one is a topic that I have a strong opinion on. Now, people get into the habit of the you know more calories I burn over there, the more I'm going to eat, and they get into this bad rhythm of I'm just going to eat back those calories over there. Like my Fitbit right now says I have burned... 3,376 calories. So should I eat 3,376 calories? No, no, I shouldn't, right? Because a lot of people look at these numbers themselves, like, oh, I get to, you know, eat that many calories. And it creates a really, really bad, like eating almost like mentality and just like that mental mentality in terms of like, 
the weight loss. It's just like, you know, I'm just going to chase more calories kind of burned. I'm just going to go eat back those calories. And it's, this is how people kind of get stuck in the endless loop. And I've seen it before. And this is not what you want to do. Treat your workout days and your not workout days as two separate days of calories. And that's it. If you work with days, you play volleyball instead, or you went for another hike, you play basketball, still treat as a workout day calories over there. You're not going to increase in that aspect. Um, rest days, same thing, right? You know, on the rest days, let's just say you went for another hike or something like that you went swimming, you played some, I don't know, some frisbee, you can football, treat it the same, right? You have, you have your workout days, your non-workout day calories themselves, treat it the same, right? On that kind of aspect. Now, one kind of caveat to that one is if you were in a bulking stage and had just had a really, really high, hard time gaining weight, that might be something you might want to take into consideration, right? Because, you know, if you're having a really, really hard time kind of gaining the weight in that aspect, then you might want to alter those calories a little bit more on those kind of days to kind of adjust for that because your goal is to gain that weight and you're not gaining that weight itself and really trying to put on that mass, right? For most of you guys itself, this is specifically pretty much like a weight loss question. I already know it for sure for a fact. Um, you guys don't want to get to having you guys don't want to do that. In fact, it's probably even better that you went for the hike or went for, you know, actually playing volleyball or something like that, because that's going to help you further lose that weight and that aspect and put you further into a deficit. And when you do step on the scale itself for the following week, you're like, wow, maybe I lost a couple, uh, like one or two pounds more, right? So versus let's just say eight back those calories and you didn't too as well. But it's more of the mental component than anything where it's like you don't want to get into that endless kind of cycle and i've seen it before where people just kind of eat back those calories always look at the calories they burned and just it becomes like this rhythm itself where i remember one of my comments in my most recent videos too as well i was basically going into the fact i'm like okay here's how to eat out and lose weight and it's like okay just search up what you're eating later on just put in your my fitness pal and just kind of work around that and then uh the first comment was like um just eat whatever you want and just do a three-hour marathon right and, I was, and that kind of like shows that kind of points of where people's kind of mindsets are in that kind of sense. It's like, well, okay, if I distract that meal too as well, I might, you know, take like two or three minutes, maybe research what I'm going to might eat later versus running a marathon. Like you literally said that, which might take you know, two or three hours to kind of burn off that meal over there. Right. So mindset is very bad and a lot of people are going to have it. And that's going to not lead you to, you know, not ultimately hit your weight loss goals. And if you ever do hit your weight loss goals, you're just going to be in this in this kind of cycle where it's trying to um, burn and eat back those calories and just over basically train to overdo yourself, right? So definitely don't recommend that aspect over there. All right, so that would be it for those specific kind of questions. I'm just going to go and that record. Thank you guys for tuning in to the Live to Inspire podcast, the number one podcast for men in the 20s trying to lose weight and get abs the first time. My mission is to inspire others to be the best version of themselves through fitness. So, if you guys are tuning into this episode and want to lose weight and get your abs showing for the very first time, then DM me the words abs on Instagram at KevinWoo underscore. That is K-E-B-I-N-W-U-W-U underscore. And we'll have a chat whether or not I can help you out lose that weight to get your abs showing for the first time. That is the ending of today's episode of the Live to Inspire podcast. If you learned something today, then make sure you hit that subscribe button so you never miss out on an episode. Also, if you leave a written review on this podcast, that'd be greatly appreciated because that pushes this podcast to more people just like you.